Africa Connected, your link to Africa's markets, brought to you by Standard Bank, your partner for growth on this continent we call home. Hashtag Africa Connected. She's on her way home after spending three days in Lagos. Our Africa Connected correspondent, Nikiwe Bikicha. Uh, Maxmart, have you been going uh, doing your shopping at Macro in Lagos this, uh, today? I was obviously homesick, Bruce, so I wanted a bit of a home. <laughs> yeah, but I went to, <laughs> to the Mass Mart operating as game here in Nigeria. They've been here for about 14 years, Bruce, and they have five stores in Nigeria, one in Kanu State, one in Enugu, another in Abuja, and two now in Lagos. And they're saying it's going uh, reasonably well for them. They're seeing tremendous growth, particularly in their, their Lagos stores. But they did outline some of the challenges they're experiencing, Bruce. Obviously, uh, some of the logistics and infrastructure problems of bringing in goods and doing so tinyously. But one of uh, the, I suppose, the upshot of that is that there's a benefit for local supplies. The 70% of their produce comes from the local Nigerian market. So then we're seeing a ripple effect with local farmers benefiting as far as that is concerned. But a lot of electronics, etc., are imported. But they are saying they're here to stay and they're here for the long haul because they see tremendous opportunities here. I mean, their competitor, ShopRite, which has been in Nigeria for even longer, has done uh, spectacularly well. And I suppose they would like to emulate that, although they're slightly more cautious than ShopRite. One of my favorite Whitey Basson stories is that he sold more Moet Chandon champagne, French champagne, in four ShopRite stores in Nigeria one year than he did in the whole of South Africa ShopRite and Checkers Network. I mean, there is a very, very strong demographic of very wealthy Nigerians with lots of disposable income to spend in these stores. And this is the thing, uh, Bruce, and I remember reading that story, and I've always been fascinated by that statistic because it means people are upwardly mobile, they're aspirational, and just by virtue of the sheer numbers of the people in Nigeria and uh, quick wealth gains either from oil and gas people here are well-to-do. And that's particularly in neighborhoods like Victoria Island, uh, Lekki, where we were earlier today, and Ikoi. These are the more affluent parts of Lagos. People are seriously well-to-do. So any brand or any business that wants to come here and do business will find a willing market and a big one at that. But I think people need to know what the challenges of doing businesses here are and the regulatory environment. And you need nerves of steel, Bruce, because I think the opportunities are huge, but you've just got to know your way around this particular economy. Tell me about Leckie Island. You saw something interesting there today. <laughs> Curiously, talking about those challenges, uh, we were driving to Leckie to this meeting with Matmart, and we saw a very odd, disfigured old jetter. And I asked our fixer, Richard, who is a local journalist here, what is going on? And he just looked on nonchalantly and pointed at the car and said, oh, those are smugglers. I said, excuse me? <laughs> oh, those are smugglers. They smuggle in rice, chicken, and turkey across the border from Benin. It's like, oh, my goodness. So because of the import ban that the Nigerian government has placed against those the category of food because they want to support and protect the local market. So they've banned certain uh, imports and rice and turkey and chicken are one of those things. So people, of course, as inventive as Nigerians can be, simply go across the border to Benin and smuggle these in, in these cars and stuff the chicken and the rice in those cars and sell them cheaply across the border. I mean, I'm looking at in- so, so, I put this to the math yeah. I put this to the math market. I, said, I mean, how do you compete in an environment like that? He says, well, well, these are the sorts of challenges that one has to be aware of. <laughs> but but Lecky Island seems to be, I don't know, the Claremont or the Sandhurst uh, <laughs> of Lagos. It looks wonderful. I mean, it looks like uh, it looks like a golf estate in Paul. 
It is. It's actually quite beautiful. And compared to other parts of um, Lagos Island, because it's uh, Victoria Island, which is slightly older but very upmarket, Lekki is very, very new. And you can see the development, all these new development estates, all these uh, new buildings. So once it's, I think, fully developed, it's going to be spectacular. But also, as I told you yesterday, Bruce, that um, refinery that is being built by Aliko Dingote is actually in Lekki. So you can imagine the, the effects that's going to have for the broader uh, Lekki development. So that's going to be an area to watch. I, I wouldn't be surprised if in a few years' time it supersedes a place like Victoria uh, Island as being the hub of Lagos. Nikiwe Bikicha, she is our Africa Connected correspondent. She is uh, in uh, Lagos. She is on her way home after spending a fascinating couple of days in one of the most exciting cities on the African continent. For more on Nikiwe's travels, go to africaconnected.702.co.za. Standard Bank calls Africa home and drives her growth, combining their strong African presence with global capabilities. They support the aspirations of clients looking for a banking partner who knows Africa. Standard Bank has partnered with 7 and Cape Talk on Africa Connected to give you in-depth, first-hand insights into Africa's diverse markets. Let Standard Bank be your partner for growth on this continent we call home.